0: Promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by Citizens Bank and KPMG. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here's Matt Cabry. So, folks, welcome into the next edition of Growing Greater Philadelphia. We're thrilled to be joined today by Independence Blue Cross's treasurer and CFO. His name is Greg Devins. Greg, it's great to have you. Thanks. And we're also joined by one of Independence Blue Cross's great suppliers, an organization called Interpros, and it's being represented today by Chris Raymond. Great to be here, Matt. (laughs) Great to have you, Chris. Thank you both for joining us, and we really want to focus in on what we often refer to as diversity and inclusion. And it's a huge point of pride and focus for the team at Independence Blue Cross. And I know, Greg, I want to hear a little bit more about Independence's commitment to that area. And what's unique is oftentimes people forget that inclusion and diversity also includes veterans. Absolutely.
1: So first, Matt, again, it's a delight to be here. Independence Blue Cross has been serving this community for 80 years. We're celebrating that anniversary this year. And we have an unwavering commitment to diversity and inclusion as it relates not only to our relationships with suppliers, but also the 10,000 associates whom we employ and to the community at large. And the commitment really starts with our board of directors, our CEO, and all of the members of our team are really committed to that mission around diversity and inclusion. And I would tell you that the commitment really is embodied in the great relationship that we have with Chris and the team from Interprose because they're really a critical part of helping us to make sure that we have the right resources to operate our business effectively. And, you know, we are especially proud of just the significant amount that we spend with a wide array of diverse suppliers from veteran-owned businesses to women-owned businesses to business it's owned by minorities and members of the LBGTQ uh, community yep. as well. And so we're excited about, about all of those relationships.
0: And it's for sure, independence lives your mission and really uh, embraces diversity and inclusion, as you've just articulated, Greg, in, in all areas. And in, in particular, specifically with the team at Interprose, which is a veteran-owned staffing firm in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Plymouth Meeting. And Chris is uh, privileged to represent that team here today. But Chris, tell us a little bit more about Interprose. So
2: Interprose, we've been in business for over 20 years and our president and CEO of Interprose Federal. Is John Kovalchik? He's a former uh, Navy fighter pilot. Oh wow! Um, so you may notice if you look at our website or any information about Interpros, our tagline is "Top Gun Recruiting Solutions," which is always a question I get asked: "Where in the world did you guys get this?" And, yeah, right. and So it comes from uh, from John's experience in the Navy as a Navy fighter pilot. Been servicing the Philadelphia marketplace for uh, twenty plus years. We are the biggest office. Add into pros we're headquartered out of Boston yeah we have an office in DC Philly obviously as well as out in uh, Minneapolis and Denver I
0: love the top Gun reference though because oh, yeah. it's also a great conversation starter I absolutely, suspect. And absolutely it's a nice casual way to get to the veteran owned you know business operation and the commitment to veterans as well yeah it's as you said it's a conversation starter it catches everybody's eye, and
2: uh, you know there's always jokes made about Tom Cruise and things yeah. <laughs> like that. But at the end of the day, you know,
0: obviously we're a proud organization, proud to have that association. with the armed forces and the yeah, military, absolutely. And talking about connections and associations, share with us how Interpros connects with Independence Blue Cross. Sure, yeah. So we uh, we've been working with Independence Blue Cross for years now,
2: and it's a great relationship. Greg was actually out at our office a few weeks back, and we were talking about suggestions that I might make about our relationship, and I really, in all honesty, and I didn't just say that because Greg was sitting in front of me, my response was, I wouldn't change a thing. I think it's great, you know, the relationships that we have with managers internally within the organization, with our people that are working there, and how much they enjoy being there and being part of the organization. One of the things that's kind of near and dear to my heart and and one of the initiatives that we're taking at InterPros in the Philadelphia office and really across the organization recently is giving back. Mm -hmm. So we've really grown the business over the last 20 plus years. And it's really been a lot of heads down hard work by our employees, everybody across the organization. And we've grown and we've gotten a lot from the communities that we're a part of and that we help service. But One of the things that we looked at over the last few years is how involved are we in giving back to those communities? And you won't find another organization that gives back more than Independence Blue Cross. So we're kind of actually taking a little page out of their book I was actually in touch with a manager over at Independence Blue Cross, Maddie Johnson, and she steered me in the direction of a veteran organization locally to Philadelphia that we should be involved with. So obviously with our veteran affiliation, that made total sense. There's a golf outing coming up that we're going to be a part of. And I just basically said, hey, what else can we do? We also have a couple employees that are heavily involved in women's organizations. So right. power is a great organization sure. locally as well as NWCT.
0: yeah, all about just promoting women in the workplace, right. And what's great about that is you do get inspired by the people you work with. Mm-hmm. And and when you're working for and with and in partnership with an organization like Independence that is constantly striving and successfully implementing, doing the right thing, then their partners and those who work with them also are inspired to yeah. do the same thing. So that really makes sense. And, Greg, I wanted to come back to your leadership role at Independence Blue Cross because you had referenced that, you know, the board, And the CEO's Mm -hmm. office everybody's committed to diversity and inclusion and the fact that you as the CFO and the treasurer oversee and are engaged in such a significant way with diversity and inclusion initiatives and independence has to be really satisfying and rewarding and I suspect played into your decision to join the team which is I think coming up on two years or so now
1: yeah it's it's almost 18 months now and I would tell you when I i was going through the interview process i was just delighted about learning all that the organization does in the community and how they're involved and it wasn't until I joined the organization that I realized that we had a committee of the board of directors, the Diversity and Inclusion Committee, right. that is really focused on diversity and inclusion as it relates not only to the mix of staffing resources that we have within the company, but also the suppliers that we interact with. And so we meet with that committee several times a year to update them on how we're doing in terms of spending with various diverse supplier groups. We also update them on changes in our mix of staffing over time and what that looks like from a diversity standpoint. And I will tell you that those board members are very engaged and they push us hard to make sure that we're providing opportunities for businesses in this community to really grow and prosper, and that that community of suppliers that we use really represents a diverse cross-section of our society and, and is reflective, frankly, of the customers that we serve here yeah. in the market as well.
0: Absolutely, and, and I love the reference to as important as diversity is, don't get me wrong when I say this, but inclusion is such a powerful word. It is. And historically, when we think back, and I know business leaders more and more are focused on inclusion. There are people been on the sidelines of business. And now there's a recognition that not only can individuals be part of the business process and the decision-making process, they should be. And there are active engagement tools that are making that happen and you know one of the fun facts I saw related to independence's investment in diversity and inclusion is 85 million dollars of independence's work is invested with minority veteran women owned businesses LGBT community businesses Mm-hmm. That's a significant investment, so it 's not just this little thing that's checking the box on the side of you know a, a list of accomplishments for organizations right. like independence
1: yeah that's right. You focus on the eighty five million that we spent with diverse suppliers in two thousand and seventeen, yeah, but I would tell you that track record of investing in diverse suppliers goes way back in the organization, and if you look at the period from two thousand and five to two thousand seventeen over that period of time we worked with five hundred and fifty diverse businesses across this community and across the country as well and we have spent a total of six hundred and seventy million With those organizations over that period of time time. and and obviously you know as we work with those suppliers they're creating jobs in the community as well so we're we're very proud of how we've been able to really influence the creation of of jobs that these diverse suppliers provide across the community
0: not everybody looks at it this way but suppliers are actually an extension of the organization they're representing yeah and it truly is an investment that your team is making in these organizations who are supplying and supporting your customers in various ways and in many ways in supporting your own employees. And I want to turn back to Chris for a moment and ask, you know, I know John is a, the founder of your company, Interprose is a veteran of the Navy you had mentioned. How many of your employees are also veterans? And is that an important component of what your work is all about?
2: It is. Our CFO, John, of course, the COO of Interprose Federal, Charlie Bixler is a veteran, and there are others throughout the organization. To talk a little bit about our hiring practices, we have recently made a really big push towards offering that option to our clients. So when I say that option, I mean when you're looking for a specific position or a specific skill set, making sure that we include somebody who may have been in the military or Mm -hmm. a veteran in those options. So if there's three consultants or three candidates for a position, hey, just FYI, this person is out of the army or something like that. Just to give them that option, just to let them know that we are interested in diversity. And and I say that, and I I don't want to sit here and say that that's something that's very mature within our business because it's still something that we're working on and trying to make sure that we include as part of our process. That was actually something that our Minneapolis branch manager, Jeff Anderson, he came up with, Mm -hmm. and he's had some really good success with it. So obviously our clients like that because... Of you know they're feeling that diversity is important, which of course it is, yeah, but you know it also gives us that satisfaction that you know that we are kind of living our mission, yeah, if that makes totally. sense,
0: totally, yeah, because I do think it's important to talk about. Providing options for clients, whether it's independence or another organization that lets them know that veterans are part of your offering, if sure. you will. Whether it's your CEO or whether it's a day-to-day representative who's working on a long-term project or you just need a temporary staffing solution. Because some clients really find it important to have a team member that is a veteran because they may be veterans themselves.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you know it is sometimes difficult with the nature of the positions that we work to make sure cuz some some of the opportunities from the IT's perspective are like quote unquote needle in a haystack or sure. a really difficult skill yeah, set unique. that yeah. y- you can't really be all that picky about where somebody has spent, you know, their time or where they're coming from, what their background is. Right. So sometimes, you know, you don't really have that option. Right. But when the option is there, make sure you embrace it. Make yeah. sure make sure you sell that story and, you know, and, and make sure that we're doing the right things. You know, across all of our candidates and for our clients as well.
0: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the solutions that Interprose can provide. Mm-hmm. So I know with Independence Blue Cross, you're providing some IT support staffing yes. services and you're also providing clinical support services for the team at Independence. If you could talk a little bit about each of those areas. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we
2: are traditionally an IT staffing agency. So we started as an IT staffing agency. And just over the years, as far as growing and, and working with our clients and seeing successes and having successes, we've been offered opportunities to diversify our book of business, basically. And from our financial clients' perspectives, a lot of times we're asked to do more F&A based works so of finance and accounting, okay. which again, isn't really our bread and butter. And it's funny, just a few years ago, when Independence Blue Cross came to us and said, hey, can you help us out? In this area, mm-hmm. my first reaction was no. <laughs> you right. know that's not that's not what we do, and I don't want to not provide value if that's right. the right way sure. to say that. But we gave it a shot, and it really worked out well.
0: Surprised I, yourself, didn't? Yeah, you? <laughs> absolutely. Right. It's it's amazing
2: what what you can do when you have a little you know when you have a little confidence. So yeah, so we did it. We helped them out, and a few years later, I I think I would I hope to say we're one of the top suppliers in this specific space, this clinical space for Independence Blue Cross. We've worked on a couple different areas for them. And again, from what I can tell, you know, we've been pretty successful from a candidate's perspective, giving opportunities to our candidates, and then as well as from the client perspective
0: from Independence Blue Cross and helping them fill some pretty critical roles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I love about that, Chris, is the realness of that situation where one of your current clients came to you with a challenge. Mm -hmm. And frankly, like most of us, you know, you question whether or not you can actually
2: fulfill that challenge. I'll, I'll have to be totally honest. I was the one saying, I don't think that's what we do. Yeah. And I had to be convinced. A yeah. couple of my colleagues said, uh, "Now let's see what we can
0: do here. Let's right. give this a shot. And I was like, all right, well, okay, let's
2: give it a shot. And three years later. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, but that's really important because it's about managing expectations of your client and of your team. And Mm -hmm. it's also about ensuring that you're protecting the integrity of your organization. Because if you took something on that you weren't prepared to deliver on, then it's going to end up hurting you in the long run. Exactly. And in this case, it actually challenged you for the better and rallied your team to deliver and develop something new that maybe you didn't even think you had.
2: Yep. And it gives us that opportunity. And I think we've touched on it
0: the opportunity to sell that success to To other clients yeah absolutely so it just struck me what i love about that is it really ties back into a military kind of mentality you know you were presented with a challenge Mm -hmm. and you embraced it and you took the hill if you will (laughs) top (laughs) gun recruiting solutions there you go right you're you're living your mission right that's great and i did want to talk a little bit about on the softer side of greater philadelphia if you will because i know that interpro's is a Boston, Massachusetts based and founded company. Mm -hmm. And what I love about that is they recognize the importance of having a presence in greater Philadelphia because it's such a dynamic market for the type of work that Interprose provides. But it's also important to note, and you shared this with me, that your founder has roots in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So he also appreciates the market.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think that that Probably was a driving factor Mm -hmm. um, as to the Philly marketplaces being an area that we wanted to be in. But along with that, Philly makes a lot of sense for a lot of different reasons in our business. The proximity to New York City. We have clients in New York and North Jersey that we do business with, and we service that out of the Philadelphia office, Right, D.C., so we do have our federal practices is in a DC as well, but we do a lot of work with some other Philly based companies that also have a presence in DC and we can service them pretty well from here. We actually have account reps that will travel to DC, meet with clients down there too. So from a proximity standpoint, Philadelphia makes total sense. From a talent pool standpoint, Philadelphia makes a ton of sense. Yeah. The universities here second to none and just the environment, just the vibe of the city I think, um, again, you know, I, I'm a big fan of a lot of cities, but Philly's near and dear to my heart. It's, I was born and raised here, so I I, I would say that, you know, I, I don't think you're going to necessarily find a better talent pool than you will in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that because I know you're a proud graduate of Roman Catholic. Oh, yeah. Right at the corner of Broad and Vine. Yep and then you went on to school in Pennsylvania at Wilkes University, I Wilkes believe? University, yeah. yeah. So my story is, um, I
2: went to Roman because I wanted to try something different at the time. It was either Cardinal Doherty yeah. or one of the few enrollment schools at the time. I chose to come down to Center City, yeah. do something a little bit different. Now, I think kids have the option to really go anywhere you want um, yeah. as far as that goes. But Went to Roman, uh, four years, absolutely loved it there. Um, had all intentions on going to St. Joe's University. Yep. I was a soccer player growing up. I was a good soccer player. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite a D1 soccer player. So yep. that was my intention. And just that pull of playing four years of college soccer, again, kind of pulled me out of Philadelphia. I went to um, one of the few schools that actually recruited me, which was Wilkes University. Went up there for four years. It was very good for me. It was kind of gave me a different vibe, different feel. Met people from a different place, still in the same state, but a very different place than Philadelphia. And then, of course, uh, after four years, came right back.
0: Yep. So we're talking with Chris Raymond, who's the branch manager for the Mid-Atlantic region of Interprose Consulting. It's a veteran-owned staffing firm with operations for Greater Philadelphia out of Montgomery County out in uh, Plymouth meeting. And Interprose is here with our team from Independence Blue Cross, and they provide a variety of staffing services in IT and in clinical support as well. And we're also joined by Greg Devins. Greg is the treasurer and CFO of Independence Blue Cross. And Chris, I want to come back to you. I I know you've worked in the staffing world for, I I think, coming up on 10 years or so now, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I've been with Interprose for 10 years, about 15 in IT staffing. And my question really relates to that. How did you find yourself at Interprose? Oh, my gosh.
2: Uh, So... I never intended on being in this business but I don't think anybody who is in this business actually did set their sights on that when they were a 10-year-old kid you know yeah. on the playground I want to be in IT staffing so yeah. I I was recruited from Enterprise Rent-A-Car to be uh, an IT recruiter for a company called RCG Information Technology and did that for about 4 years really enjoyed it there a friend of mine started his own thing and uh, joined up with him for about a year, and just kind of got that more corporate pullback. Um, yeah, you know, we were doing a, a small thing at the time, which uh, he's actually been very successful since. He's grown his business, but mm-hmm. I just had that sense that I wanted to be back in that more structured corporate environment. And I actually met with the uh, the current COO and the current vice president of recruiting at the time, just kind of see what my options were out there. And immediately when I met them, I said to myself, I need to work at this company. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because they are going to hear this. I was dead serious. I said to myself, I want to work with these guys.
0: You felt a connection.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we were a tiny office at the time. We're a pretty big shop right now compared to where we were when I started. It was yep. just a, a few of us in an office when I first joined 10 years ago. And we've grown tremendously since then. But that was my pull And then just meeting the people within the organization. And again, I know this is a pretty cliche answer, but Mm -hmm. it really is all about the people at Pros and that's the truth.
0: Yeah, that's great. And talk with us a little bit about your connection with Independence Blue Cross, how that came about, and uh, how it's grown over time. Yeah, absolutely. So I started working the account from the recruiting standpoint as a recruiter.
2: Had the opportunity to visit on-site, obviously, we're right in Plymouth meeting, so Down at Independence Blue Cross pretty regularly, meeting with managers, meeting with our candidates, meeting with our consultants, working on site there. Since moving into the branch manager role, I've taken on more of a account management role within the account. So, So working really closely with procurement, working really closely with the hiring managers, different directors across the organization. And I have the opportunity to really pass on the account to someone else to manage because I do have a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of responsibilities managing the branch itself. But I kind of hold on to it because it, sometimes it's what I need to get, you know, my week's not going the way I planned it. I'm going to go down and meet a couple people down at IBC right. um, or Independence Blue Cross because it's just a great place. It really is. It gets you centered again, gets yeah. you back on track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a great organization and our people love working there. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is it's, it's an easy sell to our candidates, you know, when they have lots of different options. They have a lot of different pools in different directions, and, sure. and it's a real comforting thing for us to sell our relationship with Independence Blue Cross and our stories that we can tell about our people working in there who really enjoy
0: working there. Yeah, that's great. And Greg, I want to turn to you when you think about folks at Interpros and other suppliers within the Independence Blue Cross network, mm. because it's really about solving problems and you and your team identify an issue that needs to be addressed, and you turn to a variety of partners who can help you deliver that solution. And it's not always just about diversity and inclusion. They have to be able to perform. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'd love for you to expand on that a little bit more. Well,
1: certainly, you know, we want to make sure that the capabilities that we bring to bear in this market are really first class. And sometimes we do that with our own resources, and sometimes we do that in partnership with other organizations like Interprose, and so Interprose has really been critical to our mission and to our execution in the business in terms of bringing in contingent labor, temporary labor resources to work on particular projects where we require certain expertise, and they've been able to deliver high-caliber resources to work those projects. It's been very consistent over time. You know, Chris talked about the opportunity that they had to get into the clinical space and it was because they delivered so well in the technology and the project management space for us and we had every confidence that they could be effective in other areas of the business as well. And so, you know, it's a tremendous partnership and we're delighted to uh,
0: to have it and it's worked extremely well for us in terms of delivering for our customers. That's great. You know, Greg, I know you've had the privilege of working for companies and lived in other parts of the country and the world, for that matter, Mm -hmm. if not lived, certainly traveled. What is it about Greater Philadelphia that really stands out for you as a place that, you know, just feels right?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I have, as you mentioned, I've worked in a number of different parts of the country. I've actually lived in, in London for a couple of years and have worked in other other markets, other countries around the world uh, from time to time. And I would say Philadelphia really, compared to other places I've been, is a very special place. It is a community that really is built on relationships and a long history of relationships. And it was interesting hearing Chris talk about his high school experience. And I would say I grew up in St. Louis, and St. Louis is a town like Philadelphia. When you meet people, one of the first questions they ask you is, where did you go to high school? And that tells you something about them. And there's a camaraderie that comes out of that. And so I would say that special nature of this community being a relationship-built community is really something that's critical that you really don't find anywhere else. And then you marry that with a tremendous transportation infrastructure. You marry that with a tremendous network of colleges and universities that are just a tremendous source of talent. I mean, this is just a, a great market to do business in, and I'm delighted to be here as a, a relative newcomer
0: and feel really at home here in Philadelphia. Well, we're thrilled that you are part of our community, Greg, and you're so right about the relationships. Um, and you meet folks in greater Philadelphia who can help you advance, who can help you solve problems, and if they can't, they know who can. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, absolutely. That's, that's the way it usually works. And I know Chris experiences that because when he's in a rut or needs some help, he probably calls an old high school buddy from Roman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah. So the, the great thing about Philadelphia, too, is that really no matter where you go, in this country and, and sometimes sometimes outside the country you find somebody from Philadelphia or somebody with a connection to Philadelphia and that's yeah. that's the beauty of the city is that you know, obviously when you're here, it's a wonderful place to be. But when you're not here, it's also, you can always, again, find somebody who
0: who appreciates the fact that you're from Philadelphia. Yeah. So in that spirit as well, from a little bit of a softer side, and this doesn't have to be the city of Philadelphia when I ask this question, but anywhere in the 11 County neighborhood, it could be Longwood Gardens, it could be Valley Forge. Is there a place for you that really stands out as like one of your favorite places?
2: I will go inside the city limits. My favorite place in Philadelphia is writing Terminal Market. Mm, That's my favorite place. (laughs) Any chance I have, I probably will stop by there after this. Yeah, sure. And then, uh, you know, just all the little great little areas that are popping up now. Fishtown yeah. is fantastic. Uh, my wife and I still go to Maniunk all the time, although you know, we, we get out of there by 8 p.m. because that's when the young crowd comes in. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. We are yeah, at 9 o'clock in Maniunk. We're kind of looking at each other like, ah, we don't belong here anymore. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, there's so many I could just sit here and, and rattle on. I, I live in Contrahocken yeah. now, and uh, my wife and I bought there three years ago because we wanted kind of a walkable town. Right
0: now, I mean, just being at home is, is an awesome thing, too. Yeah, that's great. Affordable, accessible, mm-hmm. uh, a place where you can grow your career. And I'm talking about greater Philadelphia mm-hmm. overall, in addition to Contra Hocken. And Greg, your cousin's coming to town, your brother-in-law's coming <coughs> to town, your, your sister's coming to visit. Where are you taking them?
1: You know, Matt, I would tell you, as a relative newcomer to the area, I already find it hard to narrow my response down to a single place. I mean, there's so many areas that I've had a chance to venture into and so many other areas to discover. Uh, You know, I would tell you that I do love the Independence Campus, which is right in Center City at the intersection of 19th and and Market Streets. a lot going on in that area in terms of restaurants and things to do. You know, as a resident of the city, I love the Society Hill, Old City area, which is uh, the place I call all home now, but there are a lot of great restaurants to to visit. I I had some in-laws in town last week uh, for the holiday, and we took them to a number of restaurants in the area, and then we walked along Penn's Landing, and they loved just walking along that, seeing all the vendors that were over there. There was some live music being played over there, so they loved that experience. And then we got a chance on the 4th of July to enjoy the fireworks display that was right over there, so it was tremendous. And I would say, like Chris, I love going out you know in the city on Wednesday evenings, so there's a lot of young people here, yep. even though I'm not necessarily a young <laughs> person, it makes me feel younger when I get out there and hang out at the places where young people are. And, yeah. You know, we have three uh, young adult children as well, and when they come here, we try to go out with them and hang out with yeah. them at the places that they enjoy. And so this city is just a great place for that, whether you're you're young as a millennial or you're older like I am, yep. you, know, you can feel at home in Philadelphia, and there's a lot of things to do, regardless of your interest.
0: It's so true. And I, I, too, love to go out, but I always feel old when I go out, <laughs> to yeah. your point. My wife reminds me of that as well. But I want to come back to pride, because I'm native to greater Philadelphia, and I'm very proud of this area. But I really want to talk about pride when it comes to professional milestones mm-hmm. and Chris, I'll start with you. If there's a moment in your career, whether it's at Interprose or on the soccer field at Wilkes, is there something that stands out for you that really causes you to say, wow, that's, that's something special that I love to tell you know, family and friends when I'm sitting around the kitchen table? I wish I could say it was on the soccer field at Wilkes. Unfortunately,
2: unfortunately I, there's not too many stellar moments up there. It was, uh, it was more of a, um, a role player's right. career, I guess you could say. Gotcha. I would say internally at Interprose, if I want to talk um, career-wise, my biggest thing, my biggest pride is, is when my people are successful, when we're able to promote people. We've had a number of promotions recently internally, and just little things like when we go on our president's club trip every year, we go to a destination, whether it be Punta Cana or Cancun, for our, our employees um, who hit their goals and their quotas for the year. Yeah, and
0: you make it uh, extra special for uh, them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: And we have this, you know, wonderful, you know, four-day little vacation in the middle of March and that's my biggest pride is when I look around and I see all the people in our organization celebrating with their husbands and their wives and and significant others and just enjoying their successes and that's really what makes me happiest I read a book recently called start with why and it's really examining or reevaluating really why we do what we do I mean I think at the end of the day you know it's mostly driven to pay bills (laughs) you know to make money of course but we could all make money at a lot of different places. So really, like, why is it that we go to the place that we go to every day? And right. and for me, and I think for a lot of people at my organization, and I, I know it's the case at Independence Blue Cross and talking with people, it's to put our employees and our, our colleagues and our peers in positions to be successful. So long answer to your question yeah, but basically good. basically see my people be successful and and we've seen a lot of that recently
0: yeah that's great and your people are helping other people to be successful as well and that that gets them up in the morning as well i suspect and greg i, I know there's a lot to be proud of at mm-hmm. independence
1: yeah i would say that you know for me personally 2017 was really a pivotal year because it's the year that i joined independence blue cross as the company cfo and treasurer which had been a long-term career objective of mine so being able to realize that been great but i would say beyond that you know the organization is one that really has a great group of people that i get to work with every day and a great group of Partners in the community, like InterPros, that we get to work with as well, and that has been extremely rewarding. I would say also working for an organization that has such an incredible commitment to the community has been really uh, fulfilling for me personally. And if I could just pinpoint a couple of things, that sure, I've had the the ability to experience over this 18-month period is really seeing the Blue Crew, which is our network of associates who volunteer at many, many organizations throughout the community, and seeing that commitment and how energized and excited people are to go and volunteer their time and talent to help these organizations to fulfill their missions in the community has been great. And then on a personal note, I had the chance to represent the company uh, starting the Blue Cross Broad Street Run this this spring. iconic, And to to stand on that podium and see just the sea of humanity, 40,000 runners who participate in that run each year was outstanding. And really, you know, it boils down to seeing the commitment that people have to to healthy lifestyles and healthy living and, you know, people fulfilling that through running in this iconic race was just an amazing thing for me to see and to be part of. So I'm really proud of that.
0: Absolutely. And folks, that's Greg Devins, part of the leadership team at Independence Blue Cross. He's the treasurer and CFO at that organization. And we've also been joined by Chris Raymond. Chris is the regional lead for Interprose Consulting, a veteran-owned staffing firm in Plymouth Meeting that partners with Independence Blue Cross in providing IT staffing solutions as well as clinical staffing solutions to help deliver success for Independence Blue Cross and the members that they serve every day in uh, helping them to live healthier lives for themselves and for their family. So. Greg, thank you for joining us. Chris, thank you for joining us right here on Growing Greater Philadelphia. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Matt. Growing Greater Philadelphia is supported in part by many of our investors and partners, including Liberty Property Trust. They're a proud investor of Select Greater Philadelphia. Liberty Property Trust has been creating environments that have been helping businesses realize their full potential for nearly 50 years. To learn more about the Philadelphia Navy Yard and other Liberty Properties, visit libertyproperty.com. And by Drexel University. Drexel was founded in 1891. They're one of the region's top 10 private employers with three campuses in Philadelphia. Learn more about Drexel University at drexel.edu. Check out all of our podcasts on radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia.